Mainstream members. Um, we are back for our last of the series of the executive team interviews. And of course, I saved the best for last. So if you have not heard the other ones, just a reminder that uh, Coldstream is focusing this podcast series on introducing the executive team. These are the leaders and the experts that are at your service and are working hard every day to make everything as perfect and to kind of gain that vision, one more step towards that vision of Nelly Secundus. So the great thing is I did save the best for last. So I am with Jason Grannon, our director of Rackets. Hello, Jason. Hello. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. This is fun, right? Yes, absolutely. So I say that it's the best for last because Jason is actually the most tenured of all of us and knows the membership, I would definitely say better than anybody else. So how long has it been? Uh, this will be my start of my seventh year. Seventh yeah. year. That's so awesome. Yeah. That was a very polite way of saying I'm old. That was a good way. <laughs> it's impressive how you did that. You started when you were, what, 16, <laughs> I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, so tell me, what is, what's the six years been like? Um, it's been great. I love Coldstream. It's a, it's got a huge family environment. Like it's always, it feels like a close knit family. The members are awesome. Um, just a quick example. This past year has been the worst year personally for me. Um, we had a tough summer. My white daughter, oldest daughter, got diagnosed with type one diabetes. Um, at the same time, we were going through a high risk pregnancy that was very scary um, to the point where we weren't sure we we're going to the baby was going to make it. So it was a super hard summer um, for us um, last summer. Um, and thanks to Leilani and Anna, my board member, and all the membership were so supportive of our family that it's something that touched our hearts, my wife and I's hearts, and something we'll never forget. Um, you know, we can't thank everybody enough for all the support and everything that they've shown us this whole time. Um, I don't no. know if we would have gotten through with all without all of you. So thank you to everyone for the support and love you've shown us this last year. You know, and I can tell even now you get a little choked up about Absolutely. it. And it is so true that what you're saying, that they really do invite us in and, and allow us to be part of the family. And and it's a cold stream family, but then having us part of that, um, I think is such an honor to be part of it. And I think one of the best reasons to be part of this industry, but in Coldstream in general, because for me, I've never seen it like this before, you know, and I've been at some other places, but it's just, it's either too big or too, too many other different priorities that are not towards staff. So, um, I think that's great. I'm glad you mentioned that. They, they, they truly care about you and it it means a lot. I don't know if they know that how much that means when they ask how you're doing and and the support they show you, but it it truly means a lot. So the girls basically have a whole lot of aunties and uncles is essentially what we're talking about. Exactly (laughs) right. Um, and they are adorable. Oh, I've yet you. to meet Charlie, though. She'll be around this summer. I'll, I know. I'll be bringing her up. So excited. She's yeah. super cute. Um, Mom's finally getting confident enough to let me have her on on my own for a while. <laughs> <laughs> well, for a minute or two. Yeah, yeah not for maybe. long. <laughs> not for long. So um, tell me else, in those six years, I know this is my favorite part about talking with you is, because I wasn't here. I didn't know, nope. you know, so kind of tell me what rack actually tell me what tennis was like six years ago and then basically it's evolution towards rackets sure yeah when i came here six years ago um i came from turpin hill swim club where i had a, over 200 kids on the tennis program i came to Coldstream, super excited i followed in the footsteps of jim brockoff who was one of my absolute heroes um, he was here for over 40 years um, looked up to him in this in our industry more than any other pro um, so to follow in his footsteps was one of the big reasons I came to Coldstream. I left a very good club, um, but to follow in his footsteps was something I couldn't pass up. 
Um, I was a little nervous I was going to get fired my first year because I was used to having 200 kids in my program. And I think we had eight, eight, maybe 10 kids the first summer I was here. And I was sick to my stomach. I couldn't sleep. I'm thinking, oh my gosh, they're going to fire me. They're going to fire me. They're going to fire me. And then I'll never forget the GM at the time, Peter, comes up to me and goes, you're doing a great job. That's the most kids I've ever seen on the court since I've been here. (laughs) And so that made me feel good. I felt more confident. And so that first year we had probably 10 kids. And then this past summer, um, in these six years we've grown, we had over 120 kids on the court this past summer. That's amazing. Um, So it's been a huge growth in in the tennis program. It's been awesome to see. I love showing off those pictures when you do it, when you guys are doing like weird balloon fights and then oh, you yeah. guys are doing all the activities on the course. I mean, these kids are just totally enjoying themselves. Yeah. You can you can tell. And I always get compliments from the parents um, about how much their kids just love going and seeing you. They'll talk about tennis, but they'll always talk about Coach oh, Jason. Well, that's, that's great to hear. It's I'll tell you, it's addicting to see the smile on those kids' faces. That's I, I'd come every day to just see that. And I tell every pro I hire, assistant pro I hire is, yes, we're here to teach them the game of tennis and the fundamentals of it. But the number one thing is they're smiling when they're out there. And if they're not smiling, we're switching drills or we're giving them a piece of candy or something because it's all about fun and, and, and getting them to smile and enjoy themselves. And awesome. if they're enjoying themselves, they learn. If they're not enjoying themselves, they're not going to. They're no. not going to enjoy it. And they're not going to come back. So and kids these days to get them outside and be happy about no electronics. And that's yes. quite the feat, too. Oh, absolutely. I know, yeah. right? I, I've got one at home. I have that fight with every <laughs> I day. I <do> too. <laughs> um, all right. So let's talk about what about ladies? Ladies tennis. How much that's grown? Ladies, we, we started with one team. There's like 12 ladies on the team when I came my first year. And now we have five teams. Um, we probably have over 70 ladies that participate in our ladies teams. Yeah. Um, along with probably another 20 or 30 that just do clinics and, and some cardio tennis. So all in all, it's probably about 80 ladies, 80, 90 ladies that play yeah, um, that's from like the 10 when we started. So, so impressive. Yeah. And then, of course, when we got here, we did not have platform tennis at no. all. We built those in 2018. Yep, 2018. 2018. So kind of tell us a little bit about that growth. Yeah. So we, we it was it, the main reason I think platform tennis came about is we lost our um, – Skeet shooting in the back. We used to have skeet shooting, was which was our kind of winter thing to do at the club um, right. when that neighborhood was built. Um, they obviously didn't want us shooting shotguns at their new houses, so <laughs> skeet shooting was took it out, detail. and the club decided we needed something in the winter, so we decided to add platform tennis, which most of the country clubs in Cincinnati already had. Um, so we joined the platform tennis league and built two courts um, and joined the league, and we've been playing that for the last five years. Um, the first year, I started with one men's team and one ladies' team. Um, and this past season, we had eight teams. We had four men's teams, four ladies' teams. Um, on the rosters, I counted it up. We had 153 people on the rosters this that past season. That is outstanding. Not, not all of them played as much as I would have liked to have played, but they were, they were on the roster. <laughs> rostered, we had 153 people on the rosters. That's impressive. Yes. That's impressive. Which, yep. of course, stemmed that success, stemmed the the need and the initiative to add the third platform court on the assessment from last year. So, and as we are finishing the season, yes, we happen to be finishing our platform court as well, the construction. So, um, but with that, I know I get a lot of questions. I know you do too. Why did it take so long? Were we slacking? Was it us? Well, no, I mean, we, we, we did everything we could. Um, you know, we got the permitting, everything pretty, pretty on time. Um, the problem is, is there's one company that does this in the entire country and he goes up and down the East coast doing this. So he's overwhelmed with the amount of courts he's got to to put in and I, 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 he has no competition. So there's, there's, 
no no reason for him to go crazy and to to meet deadlines um I don't know if people who have been here a long time and were here for the beginning of the platform tennis, our first two courts were probably six months late. Uh, we were supposed to have them for the first season. We were going to have to play in the league. We actually didn't get to play in the league the first year because they were so late getting the courts in. We actually had to sit out and just do our own thing the first season because they were so late getting the courts in. Um, if you ask any club in the city, it's uh, kind of par for the course. Yeah. Um, he's just, he just he's has, just overwhelmed. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's just too much, yep. uh, too much business, yep. which, of course, is not a bad problem for him to have at all. Yeah. Tough for us, though, receiving it. Um, I know that we started talking about this in December of 2021. We started planning it and it's been through an evolution of it. Uh, we were definitely the squeaky wheel, so I'll yeah. say that. And uh, so it took longer than we expected. And, and, you know, that's unfortunate. And I know that was so disappointing to all the members. And we do apologize for that. But I will tell you if there is um, any lions on the uh, on on our side, it was definitely Jason. He was out there all the time. And, you know, and that's how you move construction people, you know, and I know it was tough for them, but I mean, Jason was well, huge. On she's giving me a lot of credit, but she deserves, Leilani deserves <laughs> a lot of the credit. She was, she was the one who was really, been, you know, going above and beyond, and staying on top of them to get it done as quick as we could. And team effort. Yeah. There's just, you know, there's nothing you can do. You know, when you got everything done and you just, we can't make them show up. You know, they yeah. show up when they show up. And, and then of course there was things and issues with, we ordered the heel peers and then they took a long time to come in and then certain tools. Yeah. So, so again, we apologize now on the brink of all this now or at the end, it's uh, almost basically ready as we're speaking today. And it looks great it fits in there good i was nervous a little bit I about know. how it was going to look and i think it fits perfectly like it looks it was really meant good to be. It I, does. We, you know we had to kind of work with what we had but i really like it i love the new spectator um area that's right next yes. to courts two and three so now that we have three courts what's the plan for next year couple things first it, it doesn't stunt the growth of the program um when you only have two courts when you play a, a gcpta match there's three courts played in a match so that means every time we hosted a match, two of the courts would go out to play. One court had to wait for a court to open up to play a match. So if you want to keep growing the program, you have to be able to host multiple matches in an evening. So that would mean if we hosted two matches in an evening, that's six courts that need to be played. So we're only playing two at a time. So it's going to take a whole extra cycle to finish all the matches, which is physically almost impossible. We did it three times this past season and one of those, I actually left here at 1130. Um, the last match did not start till 10 o'clock. Because I had to wait so long. They had to wait so long. I always um, do the equivalent to our golfing members. It's like we built a golf course, but we only did 12 holes. Yep. And then, so then, you know, in order to do a full 18, you had to like, you know, all the issues to try to go back around. It's a so great analogy. Just, great yeah, analogy. Right. So, yeah. so now that we're finally there, um, it's, it's great. So now that you can do it we're not having 10 o'clock matches. Yep. Um, so then next year, what, what are you going to do then? We'll see. I'll see, I'll see the interest. Um, not a ton of our teams had too many guys where it was like, they didn't get to play as much as they wanted to. Um, but the nice thing is, is, you know, I'm always, you like Lonnie knows me, I'm always harassing everybody I can find who's not playing paddle to try it. Um, so it just gives me the full green light to just go after as many members as I can to, to bring them into the game um, so we can grow. We can grow the program. Right now, we're kind of handcuffed. I feel like eight teams is about all we could oh, really get away with. with that. Yeah. Um, so this, this opens us up to the floodgates to just go for everybody can play. Um, we'll have enough room if we need to add more teams. We got plenty of courts to do that now. Yeah, um, that's so great. 
Yes. So good. It's going to um, be. And then the other huge thing I'm, we're going to do next year that most of the other clubs do is a ladder. Um, so a ladder so basically. What's a ladder? So a ladder is basically a round robin. So we start, everybody enters onto the ladder. So it's a list of top number one is the best player in the club, two, three, four, all the way down. And you're ranked in order of your ability. Um, the top four people will play on court one. The next four best players will play on two and on down three, four, five, six, all the way down different courts. Um, you go out and play and you play a set with everybody on your court. And then at the end of that, you total up your three sets. So if you want all three sets, you want six games in all three sets, your score would be 18. And then the top two scores on each court will move up a court next week. Move up the ladder. Move up yep. the ladder. The top but two bottom scores will move down the ladder. And so every week you move up or down. And what's nice is we do the Coldstream Cup, which is awesome. I, I will always do the Coldstream Cup because it's nice for the mem- members who work a lot and are out of town a lot where you can kind of work around your schedule. Um, it's not a set time. You can make your own times to play in the Coldstream Cup. Um, but th- what's nice about this is you find your niche of where you fit in as far as ability level. Whereas with the cup, one match, you might win 6-0, 6-0 in five minutes. And then the next week, you might get your butt kicked 6-0, 6-0 in five <laughs> minutes. Um, so the levels are all over the place in the cup. Whereas this ladder, after a couple of weeks, it kind of filters everybody to where they are in the ladder. And you're just moving up or down maybe one court. And you kind of find your group of people that you pair up well with. And it's a nice way to to find that niche of, of who do you, who's your, your peers on the court. Oh, that's going to be awesome. Um, yeah, it'll be that's super nice. Awesome. I've wanted to do it this year, but... Obviously, I saw the progress of the court was not going very well, so I put it off till next year. Um, so that'll be a huge addition. Um, haven't set any perfect times for when we're going to do the men's and the women's, uh, but it'll probably be like a Thursday night for the men's and probably like a Friday daytime for the ladies. Okay. Um, Thursday night's the only night we don't have men's matches. Um, and then Friday day is when I know that the, all the ladies who play tennis and platform tennis, none of them have matches on Fridays. On so Fridays, yeah. That's what I'm leaning towards. Don't hold me to those days, days yet, but that's what we're leaning but towards. It kind of continues the whole Thursday men's league, too. Yeah, yeah that's actually, a great point. Because that's yeah. essentially all the people move from, those men in particular, move from there to there. Yeah, so that's a great point. That's going to be good. So um, before that, though, of course, we got to get through this summer. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me some initiatives that you got going on this summer. Pickleball, pickleball, pickleball. Right? <laughs> uh, something I think I've missed the boat a little bit on here lately. I'm, I'm a tennis player at heart. Uh, pickleball, I'm coming along. I, I do like pickleball. I'm getting more and more interested in it as it comes along here. Um, we're going to have a bunch of pickleball clinics and round robins. Um, we're already doing a spring session right now. For those of you that are listening to this, you can sign up. I send out a sign-up link every Saturday. Um, we're doing a small little spring session. Um, since the weather's been so nice, it's hard not to be down there and use our wonderful facility when it's this nice out. Um, so we do have a spring session that'll go till May 20th. And then starting after Memorial Day, will be our, our big summer program where there's a ton going on. Um, so we'll have pickleball clinics, pickleball round robins every week. And then we also have the pickleball cup which is a season-long event where you sign up with a partner. It's co-ed, so you can sign up with husband and wife, which is what most Ooh, teams do. Yes. Um, my wife and I would never do that because we'd end up getting divorced. But <laughs> most couples sign up as a couple. But there are some teams to sign up as two ladies or two guys, and that's perfectly fine. It's completely co-ed. Um, and every week I give you a new opponent, and you schedule that match whenever you want. You can do it on a Monday night, Sunday. You guys just talk to the two people you're playing, and you, you schedule it and book a court and just play it whenever it's convenient for everybody. Um, there'll be a scoreboard on the actual deck. You write your scores down. And at the end of the season, the top eight teams from each division will move up and play in a playoff. And we've got a nice plaque that we put your name on if you win it. And it's uh, kind of a, a Coldstream tradition that we've started. And uh, 
seems to be a lot of fun. Everybody seems to be enjoying it. This will be our second year for the pickleball cup coming up. It is a fun sport. Even you've got me out there a couple of times and I'm probably not going to lie. I'm going to actually practice this year because we do it at the uh, employee summer party and and I'm just telling you, Juan and his little ringer is going down. <laughs> Brad and I are, Brad and I are going to get it done. Uh, this she's year. being a little mo- She's a two-time <laughs> finalist. Leyline's a two-time finalist. It's true. So, that's true. Yes. yes. She hasn't got over the hump and won it yet, but she's a two-time finalist. That whole practice thing might do it. Um, all right. So, kind of going in, uh, wrapping up one thing is in the survey. And um, we always talk about how great feedback we get. And we always aim for those four point somethings, you know, because we're, it's, you know, one out of five. And you, consistently since I've been here, always get those unbelievable 4.8 and 4.9 about you as a person. Now, obviously, I'm not going to ask you why, because we all know why, because you are genuine and sincere. Well, thank you. But um, the one thing that I think you're going to be able to give, and we've talked about this, is is giving that same culture and spreading that culture amongst everyone so from not just tennis because everyone even when they're not in tennis i have golfers like i don't know but when i saw him he says hello to me and asks who i am and so that's one of our big cultures uh changes that we're going to do this year is really that that greeting and that welcome so so if we're kind of changing the subject to our staff now and you got to give them some advice on on how to how to do that with our members how would you do that you know, I think the, the, the mindset I have always had um, is when members come here, they're choosing to spend their time with us. And time is the most valuable thing anybody has. And that they're coming here to spend time with me on a tennis court or come in to eat in our restaurant or take a lesson with the golf pro. I truly appreciate that they're willing to take their hard-earned money and their, their valuable time to come spend with me. And I... I don't take that for granted and I really respect that. And I try and do everything I can to make sure they get the absolute best service and whatever they can get, give them out of that. Um, that's just a mindset that I've had since I've started this profession. And it's just, I appreciate people investing in me and I do everything I can to invest everything I can back into them. That is the most outstanding answer. <laughs> Thank you. It. Thank you for that. And I think that's a perfect way to end this series because we're all talking about how our vision um, is that nulli secundus. And as, uh, as at least for my position, I know that we've got the leaders in place to do it. And that was the perfect way to end this podcast. So thank you for joining thank us you. today. I mean, one more little plug. Ooh, <laughs> sure. Tennis Carnival, Memorial Day weekend, Saturday. Um, if your kids, so some of them have come. We've, we were packed last year. We had a great time. It's a tennis carnival. So it's carnival style games with tennis. They win all kinds of prizes and candy. It's a great way for anybody that's thinking about getting their kids into tennis. Um, and they're a little shy about doing it. It's a great way to introduce your kids to tennis because they leave with a bunch of prizes. So they definitely have fun. I can promise you it that. Is, so carnival is a really tennis good carnival is one of my up. favorite events all summer. And it's it Saturday, event. Saturday yes. of Memorial Day weekend. Saturday Memorial Day weekend. Yep. All right. That's the plug. Awesome. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me.